literally single women do everything God. and then a man learns how to braid hair it's like wow you're a fucking saint you literally yeah. come fuck me in the- welcome to virgin trees podcast the virgin trees with miriam and becca <laughs> This is our podcast. This is us. Today we're going to be talking about the Aziz Ansari scandal, which is about a month late, but we still want to have our opinions it's so on it. relevant. I mean, it's yeah. only been like exactly a month. Like, we're fine. Um, so if y'all haven't heard, Aziz Ansari was recently accused of sexual assault um, with a young woman, and 22-year-old woman, I think in Brooklyn, New York. Um, it's been a pretty widely talked reported. about report so you'll probably have heard of it or if not read about it um and so we're going to discuss a lot of the controversy surrounding it um and a lot of the complex issues because it is a really complex issue um as we know and also it's relation to the me too movement and if it really is a part of that or not um all that good stuff so the title of the article is called that we're talking about from babe.net who broke the news right so babe.net is the original news site yeah, that it's like barely a news site though. Like it's well, the original publishing website. Right. Of this article called I Went on a Date with Aziz Ansari. It turned out to be the worst night of my life life. By oh fuck. Katie Way. Katie Way. Katie Way. Yeah. Um and she's it, also like twenty two, I think. Right. All all really young writers from Brooklyn are are the the main writers of this publishing network site. Um and it happened right after the Golden Globes and where Aziz Ansari was seen wearing a hashtag. Hashtag times up pen. So that also added to the controversy of the whole thing. Um, so the first thing we wanted to talk about is how one of the biggest reactions to this article was whether or not it justified or it, it could be seen as assault. Um, yeah, so so a lot of men and women alike were really angry that it was a labeled assault and then other people were really upset that people weren't seeing it as assault. People didn't think it constituted assault because it was such a non-violent kind of interaction between the two. Right, and if you if you all read the article, which if you haven't already, you should definitely go do this on babe.net. But, um, it, I mean, it basically tells the story. They they go on a... She meets Aziz at a party, like a while before they go on this date together. He gets her number. They're chatty. They go out to dinner together. The way uh, Katie Way describes this interaction is very rushed and hustled. They get back to her, his apartment, Aziz Ansari's apartment. Um, he starts making out with her. He starts trying to have sex with her. Um, she kind of pulls back, like saying, hey, let's chill out. Like he Apparently he rushes to get the condom really quickly. She's like, whoa, like, let's chill. But then even after that sort of first let's chill, he like keeps trying to make out with her, have, perform oral sex on her, like all this stuff. So read the article. It's important to see the original text, I think, the For original sure. source. Um, but we're mostly going to be looking at the reactions to it because so many people have re- read it and responded to it. Um, so Grace and does call it assault in the article. Well, also Katie Way calls it assault in the article. Right. I think before but Grace she, does. Well, she quotes Grace. Oh. So it says, and Grace is a pseudonym, is that what we call it? Yes, yeah, pseudonym. Yeah. Um, it took a really long time for me to validate this as sexual assault, she told us. I was debating if this was an awkward sexual experience or sexual assault. But, um, but she says, I mean, to validate this as sexual assault, so she names it there. Um, yeah, so what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on whether or not it's assault or not? I think that it is most definitely constitutes assault, just even outside of the legalistic framework, because she clearly, like, the basic facts are that she told him she was uncomfortable and gave 
visual and physical and like verbal cues to tell him to like cool off and stop. And right. he, not only did he like ignore these, but he just didn't seem to care whether or not she was like a willing participant, mm. which is like honestly the grossest part. Right, right. I mean, that's been so, and I think this resonated with so many women because like we because it's that. such a common occurrence. Right, like most women could speak to a, such a similar experience. Right, like a guy pushing them or them not feeling comfortable, but them not noticing or really even caring either. Right. Um, yeah, really wild how many women have had this this type of sexual experience. Even even if it was consensual and they were like, yeah, and then like maybe halfway through you're like, oh gosh, like please no. Or like, you know, like something happens and you change your right. mind. And women like are allowed to change their mind as are men. And then, you know, sort of having this uh, inability to say no or like... Or just being worn down so much to the point where you just want to get it over with. Yeah. And so you're going to do it anyways and not feel good about right. it. Right. And and men not even taking that sort of like... I mean, you can see that in your face. Right. Like, and if you not, literally say it verbally. Yeah. I mean, like you can do... I mean, there are plenty of physical cues, you know, and, and for guys that just not picking up on that. So that's its own problem of itself. But... I mean, I think, like, for me, when I read this, I thought it, there was a lot of, like, danger in labeling whether or not it's assault, because Grace isn't suing Anzari. So, like, whether or not we call it assault to me, I was like, oh, like, it's not, like, we're not, it's not a legal thing. Assault feels like such a legal term. Right. And so it's like, well, do we really need to label it as assault or not? Like, this was a bad experience. <sighs> bad, I hate that word, too. I mean. No, but I mean, I think it's valid because it was a bad experience for her, at least, and it left such, like, a such an impact on her mind so much that she felt she needed to call it assault. And I think that's valid whether or not it legally holds up as assault because she felt that it, that she was assaulted or violated. Right. Right. And that's the important part. Right. So like, and that same way there's a lot of power in lab labeling it as assault because you know, you're saying what happened in this like raw authentic way and you're also giving all this power to the accuser mm -hmm. and it validates her experience. So, so I, I get that. I get that from both sides. Um, well, can I enter? Can I add something real quick? Yes. Yeah, this is Madeline Hines. She is a 25-year-old nurse at Coon Hospital. She is joining us this evening. <laughs> so very Please, well, Welcome. Oh, well, thank you. Welcome. You're alive. Be closer so, to the... I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. I was just going to... I was looking up the definition of sexual assault because mm -hmm. I was like... The legal seems... definition? Uh, just on Google. <laughs> All right. Google's <laughs> dictionary. Google, uh... Um, Merriam-Webster type deal or Wikipedia? Yeah, well, same difference nowadays. Um, but the so the rape, abuse, and incest national network defines sexual assault as unwanted sexual contact. That's, so oh, that's then so every woman has ever been, like exactly. been, right. that is like just so broad. Then yes, yeah. this is assault. Like I can think well, of a literal middle school. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so real. That yeah. is so real. Yeah, and that's why this story resonates with people because. Because unwanted we read sexual this. contact. Yeah. yeah. And that's just, so broad. Yeah. I mean, unwanted sexual contact is what it means to be a woman. <laughs> like, yeah, no, like, literally. That's like the one unifying experience on Right. Those. It's wild. It's wild. Um, okay, but we, we might move on to agency and talk about that a little bit because we have established this as assault very clearly. <laughs> um, right. Um, we'll talk about... Okay. There's so many things to talk about. Okay. Well, Let's so see. the main thing here was that Miriam felt that the main reaction to people calling it assault was that it took away her agency and whether or not she felt she could say no. Right, right. And so so Barry Barry Weiss from New York Times writes writes an op-ed piece and it's called it's called Aziz Ansari is guilty of not being a mind reader. And this was one of the first posts after the babe article. Like this was like maybe the next day. So this was yeah, one, of the, one first... of the first reactions that people were saying. Right, right. And it was, I mean, this is a woman. I think she's definitely she she's not a millennial. Yeah, she's she's older for sure. And she says, 
Quote, the single most distressing thing to me about this story is that the only person with any agency in the story seems to be Aziz Ansari. The woman is merely acted upon. And so she talks a little bit, she quotes from Margaret Atwood, who wrote an article for the New York Times recently. Was it about this? No, no, no. Margaret Atwood didn't. No, I like looked it up, but Margaret Atwood. Could I, would, I would love to hear what she has to say no, about No, no, no. I was, I was excited as well, but I it know. was not about Ansari. Um, she said, my fundamental Margaret Atwood said, my fundamental position is that women are human beings, nor do I believe that women are children incapable Mm -hmm. of agency or making moral decisions. And so this Weiss woman from the New York Times cites this as like, you know, women should have a, I mean, this is, this is, you know. Writing it as in the way that Grace didn't have the power to say no to like Aziz's coming on. Right. And that almost makes her, like, makes her seem weaker. It's almost anti-feminist. A powerless. Right. An anti-feminist framing of the story. Whereas in the story on Babe, Katie Way kind of acknowledges that she does use, that Grace does use her agency to say no, but the most important fact is that Aziz, like, continually ignores her. Right. And and, and so in Weiss, in her article, she says, I mean, I have a, a but I mean, she goes on a quite a long rampage. I mean, it's quite... It's very passionate, her entire article. It's, I mean, it, it seems like it's coming it's from a all, place of pain and I mean, and, yeah, but it's still degree. like... degree. I mean, it's, it's really it interesting. In a way, kind of undermines the pain of the story. Right, right. So so she goes, I'm apparently the victim of sexual assault. And if you're a sexually active woman in the 21st century, chances are you are too. And she almost says that sarcastically, but that's honestly, like, not even a sarcastic... Like, that's probably honestly... <laughs> right, right. It says, um, put in other words, I'm angry that you weren't able to read my mind. I'm a prod- Which is so fucked up because she speaks her mind. She literally has verbal and, like, right. physical and I cues. Think, and I think... And I know this is a tangent. I apologize. But I think just sort of that nonverbal communication between men and women... It's not as hard as people make it seem. Well, I think I think it's easier between women and women. Like we oh, talk valid, a lot about valid. that. That's because true. Because this doesn't happen as often in same-sex relationships. But at the same time, men don't seem to care about reading those signals. They're more interested in the way that their body is reacting. Mm. Like they're not even really looking at the woman. And we realize we're generalizing when we say men. And for anybody who's about from to be our own experience, and who anyone who's going to be not all men, literally, we know. Like, uh, I mean, I just like people like are. So We've like, had positive sexual experiences yeah, too. We're just gonna take a shit on people right now. <laughs> um. So then she okay. So she so then Barbara Weiss goes on or Barry. I want to call her Barbara. Like That's Barry, so weird. That's like, not even her name. But Barry, like I don't even. Okay. Maybe it just seems like it's somewhere short else from something. It's probably Barry. Oh shit. Okay. So Barry Weiss. <laughs> so she goes, I, um, if you're hanging out naked with a man, it's safe to assume he's going to try and have sex with you. If the failure to choose Pinot Noir over Pinot Grigio offends you, you can leave right there and th- then and there. If you don't like the way your date hustles through paying the check, you can say, I've had a lovely evening and I'm going to go home now. If you go home with him and discover he's a terrible kisser, say, I'm out. If you start to hook up and don't like the way he smells or the way he talks or doesn't talk, end it. If he pressures you to do something you don't want to do, use a four-letter word, stand up on your two legs, and walk out his room. Or his door. So, obviously, Weiss is very much like, women should have agency, women have the ability to say no, you just have to say no, it's not hard, like, just get, like, if you're uncomfortable, leave. Like, it's But it almost seems like decision. she didn't read the story, because, I mean, Katie Way, in multiple places, mentions the ways in which Grace tried to say no. Right. And, and tried I, to do it without kind of offending his ego in a way that he might, like, get mad or get offended. 
Right, right. And I also think there's this balance between a woman having agency and then the societal norms that prevent a woman from feeling mm-hmm. safe, comfortable, able to speak up and out, and then also reject a man's sexual advances. So, right, because almost like between that, the easiest thing to do is usually just to go with it and get it over with. Right, because you'd rather just put up with it than him be like, oh, like... Mad at you almost. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, not even mad, but also fearing a violent reaction or fearing just like... Right. And if you guys, and if people are like, oh, like men don't always respond violently, Google it. They do. It happens enough for women to be put in danger and for women to be But I mean, even beyond the fact that like socialization of it, women are like usually just told to like sit down and shut up and let them Mm -hmm. do what they want. Mm -hmm. So it takes a lot of guts to say no, even if you say no and then it's ignored. Like that is like even furthering your idea that you should just stay there. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. And it's against our nature, right? Because we're told to say yes. And, like, I mean, yeah, we're socialized from day one, like, to please and to acquiesce. I mean, it's just such a big narrative of, like, what it means to be a woman, you know? And so it goes such against the grain to be like, oh, hey, no, this doesn't feel good for me. I don't want this. Like, I'm going to leave. You're told to put men's desires above your own. Yes. All the time. I feel that. Mm. So so I would like – so we want to say, Barry, Barry Weiss – maybe read the article <laughs> okay yeah and also just like i get that you don't are hesitant to call every single sexual interaction that has been maybe awkward or bad sexual assault but the truth is that like that's yeah. probably right that's it, the okay. truth of the way that sexual relations are in the 21st century and i will say one more thing because when i first read this article when i first read the babe article and i mean because this is humbling for me and i think for a lot of women too i mean not humbling I mean, not humbling, provoking. Kind of changing your... Well, let me just say, so when she, when when I first read this, I was like, oh, this makes... When I, I'm sorry, when I read the Barry Weiss, Barry Weiss piece, because I was like, this makes a lot of sense to me. Like, because she goes, you know, like, because I, when I, my first reaction when I read the Babe article was, if this is the worst night of her life, like, she's doing pretty mm-hmm. fucking well. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had sexual experiences that I would not consider assault that were way worse, or not way worse, but, like, as equally bad than this, you know, or yeah. like even worse, you know, and I was yeah. like, and so I think sort of like my discomfort and being like, oh, like maybe I've experienced assault. Like I just saw that as like uncomfortable. You're very or hesitant to admit that maybe you have been assaulted. Right. And you don't want to view it that way. Right. So maybe Weiss was like, oh, like I've, you know, and I'm fine and I've had these experiences and I wasn't assaulted. So like this can't be assault, you know, because we get right. really quick to be like, oh, it's not that bad or like play down or downplay. Oops. Yeah. Um, you know, things that have happened to us and everything. So, I don't know, it was really, I don't know, not, I guess humbling is not the right word, but just really interesting for me to Because in a way, if you're admitting that this is assault, then you have to admit that you've probably been... Assaulted. Yeah. Which is hard to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, what are you supposed to do with that? Like, Especially considering, like, the weight that the term assault is given nowadays, when really it's like, like, we looked up the definition, like, it's a pretty common thing that happens. Right. And, and obviously this... In instance, wasn't as tense as Harvey Weinstein or mm-hmm. you know Larry Nasser or um, fucking Ke- Kevin Spacey. Like it's not the same thing. And I realize, and I think it's really important to realize the extent of impact of different types of assault. And that like it's not like this woman was like beaten and raped and you know I mean it wasn't a violent sexual assault. But it's not like he's a predator. It's not like Aziz Ansari is like. Right. A I don't know predator. if I would say that though because it's like obviously he might not. Um, understand that he is taking advantage of women in this way, but it's like, honestly, at what point does intent become irrelevant? Because he's probably had experiences like this in the past with women who wouldn't want to have sex with him, and he kept pushing because he didn't read the signals. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know whether or not we can 
say he's not a predator. I mean, obviously, right. we don't know whether we can say right. he is, but... Right, but he's not the predator in the way that Harvey Weinstein, like, manipulated and coerced and abused right. women for that's, years, okay, you know. So I think that we have to make that distinction, because I don't think Aziz Ansari is, like, this terrible, shitty person now, you well, know? yeah, yeah. You know, especially, like, <laughs> dating a man. <laughs> like, he, like, I just feel like... I don't know. This is. I'm gonna say this is gonna be problematic. I just feel like I be like as a like when you are in a heterosexual relationship as a woman, you gotta put up with some shit. Like, and like I have like hope for change and stuff. But, like, Why aren't you just gay? <laughs> for like opposite heteronormative shit. Like literally, single women do everything. God. And then a man learns how to braid hair. It's like wow, you're a fucking saint. You literally yeah. come fuck I me and we like should deify you. And, right. And it's yeah. like, have you ever met a man? It's like this dad shit. told his daughter she was beautiful yeah. and bought her a dress. Like, wow. Wow. Oh She's, she went to him when she had her first period. Oh my God. God. And, and went, it's like, have you ever friend. met a woman who has done literally every single all of this and also taking care of herself and also taking care of like the I other know. children and all of her friends? And like, It's wild. It's wild. Fuck the world. Okay, so we also wanted to talk about the journalistic integrity of Babe because there were some issues surrounding that, and we looked at a couple different articles from Vox and Atlantic both. The one that we kind of focused on most was called Babe Turns a Movement into a Racket, which was on the Atlantic, and... Um, well, that so that talked about kind of the content, the other content on the Babe site. But the first article was on uh, the controversy around Babe.net's Aziz Ansari story explained by Caroline Frank on Vox. Um, and they said, quote, or I'm sorry, Caroline said, quote, they gave Ansari less than six hours on the, on the Saturday of a holiday weekend in which to mm-hmm. respond versus the journalistic standard of at least 24 hours. And I'm assuming that's a business day. So there were certain discrepancies with the way – um, the journalistic aspect of the way the story was reported. Um, there wasn't a lot of time spent on the story. The whole thing happened over the course of a week or so. Uh, Babe approached Grace multiple times, really persuaded her into yeah, getting this Yeah, Grace didn't bring the story to Babe.net. They had heard rumors and pursued her about it and kind of talked her into sharing it, which right. is kind of not really what reputable news reports are right. for doing. right. Um, and then also this, um, Fox article also says in the context of the dozens of reports that have poured over, I'm sorry, that have poured out of Hollywood and beyond in the wake of Weinstein allegations, Babe's account of Anzari's alleged misconduct is is startling, is a startling outlier. (laughs) It includes many details and a more judicious editor would have struck out of the final draft, <coughs> leaning on co- confessional writing sensibilities that tag Grace's recollections of the night with Way's own opinions. So, quote from the actual Beeb article, she said it on a tank top dress and jeans. She showed me a picture. It was a good outfit. Eventually, the report veers into a surface-level dismantling of Anzari's comedic persona in conjunction with Grace's account. And furthermore, when they talk about like the actual, like almost kind of the nitty-gritty details of the sexual encounter... The, oh fuck, was it the Atlantic article? We're going to get to that, but yeah. Okay, well, the Atlantic article points out how it almost veers on, like, pornographic writing, the way that she goes into details in a way that, like, a more impartial kind of newsworthy journal might not have, might not have, may have phrased it differently right. or for a different audience right. or something like that. Because if we think of, um, oh gosh, I mean, we might need Maddie for a fact checker right quick. Um, <laughs> but if we think of how when the Harvey Weinstein, because that's like the big, uh, the beginning of the Me Too movement with Weinstein, right? Something I mean, like it's been ongoing for a few years. Okay. But I think it was kind of like the, like the straw that broke the camel's Right. So, so with everything, with a lot of the big stories that were first published, Spacey and Weinstein, like those stories were by reputable news sources, sources like the New York Times. And they're also in a very news 
they were published as news articles, not as opinion articles. And they were written over a long time span, and the people had time to respond, and they were written right. very with impartial language, right. and all those kind of I mean, because if you're posting details. a news story on a news reputable website, and I say this as someone who has worked for a, news, a student newspaper, but you know, you cannot have bias, I mean, bias language, like, or or, or partial language. Well, right. if it's going to be an opinions article, it has to be an opinion Right, but article. if you're reporting a right. news story... If you're breaking and, a story... Right, and this, and this is why this... Article is so complex because it breaks like a news story, but it also works and functions it's very like, a, like an opinion edit, yeah. opinion piece. So uh, there's just a lot of things going on, and I think that really rubs people the wrong way a little bit because you know we're having a hard time deciphering everything within the article because it's not just news, and we can't yeah. read it like news. We can't. Right. Uh, we the opinions aren't even given to us. Right. 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 So right. So there's that, and then. You know, furthermore from that, um, what the the original article from Atlantic, the Babe Turns Movement into a Racket, talks a lot about the other content on the Babe site. So this is probably what's most disturbing to me. I don't know, not disturbing as much as, I just think as feminists, we just have to be careful with how we deal with some of this stuff. Um, so, so what basically, if you peruse the Babe website, it almost is similar to sort of a BuzzFeed, not to mention BuzzFeed, but it's almost similar to a sort of a BuzzFeed type thing. There's like I, quizzes, there's yeah, um, there's like you know like tips for you know giving blowjobs stuff it's like a, that. It's like a low, like a self help. It's of yeah, like but it's a, very feminist focused. It has all these kind of like quizzes and articles and like little tips and articles and stuff, and it's kind of like jokey and comes off that way. But it also like I feel as though it's been given a bad rap because it is specifically a feminist website that tends to not apologize for acknowledging female sexuality or women's sexuality. Right. Which I feel like is the main well, issue so, that most people have with it. Yeah, so here we can read a quote from this. Um, I really don't want to get into this part. Oh my god, you can even oh do it, I believe. God, it's just so much. So... So in this article, I'm going to go ahead and read a quote. So, Babe runs stories about the pleasure of rape fantasies. Feminists have fought for years to keep the notion of rape fantasy as far as it could possibly get from actual reports of sexual assault. But those were feminists who gave a fuck. So the whole premise of the Babe.com is feminists who don't give a fuck, right? So, Babe gleefully, witlessly runs angry pieces about sexual assault as part of the same cotton candy pink swirling galaxy as the ones that describe the pleasures of fantasizing about rape. Babe explains to readers that rape fantasies serve lots of worthy sexual desires. And then it, it cites a bunch of ones. I mean, a bunch of different articles from Babe that, that have to do with rape fantasies. I don't fantasies. know. I just don't think this is a valid enough reason to kind of critique it, in a sense. Like, I understand the awkward juxtaposition this gives, but it's also like, if you're going to acknowledge human sexual desire, I feel like this is an aspect of it that you're going to have to touch on in a way. Maybe not celebrate, but at least... I mean, I think you just have to be really careful when you're a feminist and you're also talking about sexual assault and rape in the same right, the same platform from the same platform. Like we have a sort of responsibility because, I mean, especially these editors have a responsibility. Well, I mean, also, if they're publishing rape fantasy content, then they need to be like really clear about what a rape fantasy is and and well, how. Well, maybe to... we haven't read these. Oh my god, I can't. Oh, no, they're actually, like, okay, so let's peruse one Consensual non-consent play. That's very different. Right, but I, I still think, yeah, I still think they have a responsibility to handle this a little bit better than they did. Well, how do you think you're handling it poorly? Handle, handle the Aziz situation. I just, it feels weird to have them on the same site like that. Well, yeah, but, like... 
what I I feel like it's not because fantasies are one thing. Okay, so all this. So I'm, I just clicked on an article. It says sex in real life, IRL, the grad student with gra- graphic fa- fantasies. Oh my god! And the and and the um the only part it's literally just about her like getting raped. It looks like, and the only part that it would be a disclaimer or sort of a qualifier, it says this week a 23 year old grad student who loves consensual non consent play. So it says consensual non consent play. But is that enough? Like, is that enough for a man? If a man comes across this, like, we, I feel like we sort of have a responsibility. If we're talking about rape play, we need to give a pretty in-depth, like, discussion of what that looks like and what consensual rape play looks like. Because if you're going to talk about assault and rape play in the same platform, yeah. like, you need to have a clear distinction. Because, one, not to be a dick, but, like, men are literally going to be shitty about it. Like, right. we cannot trust them with this, right. like, rape play information, this, like, you know, women talking about it if we're not also going to, like, talk about right. how it's acceptable or how it's not acceptable. I don't know. I think but it's, it's also really like, tricky and dangerous. But it's one thing to have, like, an article which is kind of, like, an educational piece about it and, like, why it happens and, like, why the ins and outs of it and stuff like that. But it's also, like, if you're just going to – I don't know. I just – It's not hard. You just link to an editorial. That's like, fair. that's what HuffPost does. That's what New York Times does. Fuck so, like, HuffPost. Mom. Okay, fuck HuffPost. But that's what New York does. Like, yeah. critiques on cat person, right. they'll link their original article. It's not hard to put a link in. Like, they have this responsibility and they... <laughs> But would men click it or would they just kind of, like, read it? But then that's the man's fault. It's not their fault. They. That's I mean, valid. it's still the that's man's valid. fault in general. But, like <laughs> – But still, there's a little bit more – Like, I don't know. I think – I think this is unfair too, but I think women always have the bigger responsibility to be educators. And oh my god, they do because of the way it is. But if we're talking about the way it should be, yeah, but we're not because. But like, why not? Why not? Why don't we? Okay, well, that's a different conversation. Okay, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just think it's like complex, and I don't think we can just like mindlessly consume this is like ah, oh, rape, play, and sexual assault. Same page. I'm, that's cool. Like I'm good, and like not stop and think about like what impact does that have on young women? What impact does that have on young men who are like consuming this information? We can look at this as educated young individuals and be like, oh, like I see like rape, play can be like a real like thing, like what you can do with you and your consenting partner, but like. Not everyone is going to think that, you know? Right, right. And I think we have to be Well, really I think careful. the main harmful thing that this plays into is, like, if a man sees this after he's, like, read the Aziz Ansari thing and he's looking around and he finds one of these, he's like, wow, that's stupid because women actually, like, rape. But it's like, that's really not what we're trying... Like, that's not what this... Sh- that's not the message that this should give out. Right. But it's but, what they're going to read. But that's it. why I'm saying they need to say what they really right, mean by right. this and, like, what rape play really is and what rape play really looks like for women. Because in the end, it is consensual. Right, right. So it's just complex and a lot's going on. And I think, I think this whole, this sort of lack of journalistic integrity that Babe, Babe shows really has an impact on the story. And also, a bit. not even just journalistic integrity, but just like integrity in keeping up a website, which is the right place to release this kind of news. Right, right. Anyways, just or an appropriate place to release this kind of news. Mm, yeah. So, so. Kind of some food for thought, um, I guess. How long has it been? Um, 31 minutes, wow. That's actually, we did a lot better job than last time. Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like we got through just as much, if not more, and also it was in a short time period. Mm-hmm. And it was like a little bit like better, for sure. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to say? My final thought would be trust women and talk about the experiences that women are having and why they're having them Mm -hmm. 
and maybe not get so bogged down on legalistic interpretations of what's happened because in mm. the end, really, that does not matter. Mm. Like, she isn't even going to press charges against disease on sorry. Right. And so it's like, let's just focus on what she felt and why she felt that way and what could have been done to make her not feel that way and mm. the ways in which he could have acted differently. Right. And how he should change his behavior in the future and how men should take a hard look at what their behavior is like and maybe do some self-criticism and, like, mm. self-critiquing and say, mm. why what you're doing is inappropriate and how you should get better and why you want to get better and it's because of you want to treat women with respect and not because you don't want to mm. be accused of something. Mm. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I think for, for me, one of my overarching themes from this entire scandal, if you will, um, would just be the lack of communication, even though I do think this is assault, finally. Um, yeah, we had a I, long conversation As I work through my this. own personal issues. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I just, like, I mean, I think a lack of communication. I think, like, women feel really uncomfortable speaking out and being explicit about how they feel. Like, we always want to sort of do all this nonverbal communication. And I think nonverbal communication is fine and great. Right. But also because men can be so fucking, I don't know how to say this in a PC Sick. way. Yeah, like, dim-witted. It's just, like, like we, we need to be able to talk about sex and what we want, what we need in an explicit way that is clear to them because... Obviously, women are going to have to do a lot of the work here. And I, like, okay. I the way it should that. be versus the way it is. Right, right. And and talking, and I think just, like, there's a sort of a taboo in talking about sex in an explicit way for women, right? Because we Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, about wanting sex. Right. So, like, you should be comfortable, like, talking about what you want. And, like, that's a hard place to get or what you don't want. Women's and, like, sexual desires are constantly negated and, and like, underplayed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I was just saying, as someone who has heard from the experience of her friends that are women. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, just, like, feeling so uncomfortable without speaking about speaking up about what you want or what you don't want. And being really uncomfortable in situations and not, you know, not feeling empowered to say. And I still had more to say and I don't remember. <laughs> and it's all my fault and I'm so it sorry is. to all of our listeners. <laughs> it is. Are desperately listening to I every know. second of but I don't know. I just encourage us, you know, all women, like we should be bold about what we want and what we don't want. And we should kind of work to get rid of that stigma and that taboo surrounding dial, you know, sexual dialogue from mm-hmm. women. Like, you know, and that's a hard place to get. And, you know, I think from birth, we're told, you know, you've you got to be, you know, quiet yeah. and dainty and, and acquiesce. And your vagina is a flower, you know, you're not yeah. jacking and beating off. You're, you know, like, you know, all the, no, you know, yeah, all the words, the words to describe men's sexuality. Yeah. It's all aggressive. And even and like, if you think about sex toys, like the names that they're given. Yeah. Oh, you know, for like phone plugs and chargers, um, if you want like, like the ones that go in are called male ones and the ones that accept. Are but that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the difference between male and female because it yeah. refers to literal, yeah. But that's like, if you go on Amazon.com and do like male phone Yeah, you know, I was buying a dabs rig thing and you know, like it's like male part and female part because it's like, does it go in or out? Yeah. yeah that's I did not know yeah. that. And like, like plumbing recently. and electricity, that's all the words they use. They're male and female. That's really wild to me. Yeah. Uh, so that concludes our first episode of our podcast, Virgin Trees. Um, we will be posting our podcast on my personal SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash Miriam Elise. So you can find uh, this episode there as well as any future episodes. Um, we'd love to hear any feedback from whoever may be listening. Um, feel free to shoot us a message on our SoundCloud page. Um, we're going to be trying to do a few topics before, um, a few different topics and episodes before May. Uh, so stay tuned and thanks for listening.